right. So, good morning, Nathan. Good morning, Nita. How are you? Great. So you're about to take a sip of your coffee. I uh, interrupt. So good. Well done on that coffee. Mm, thanks. We are back to a very early Saturday morning. It is, oh, let me get the time on this one, 5.49. I think it's earlier than the last time we recorded. Uh, hopefully I make sense when I'm talking because I'm still coming out of my sleep. But we did find that this was a great time for us to record as opposed to the evenings. It worked out well. So, Except for today. <sighs> the kids made a campground in the homeschool room, yeah. slept together in a tent, and they're already running around upstairs. Yeah. So they might come down and interrupt. <laughs> Our plan has been foiled. There's not a moment in the day that we're safe. Which... Early morning, late at night, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, you're right. And interruptions in the middle of the night, too, that happened. Uh, which leads me to this topic today of perfect. why I thought it was perfect. Yeah. Um, I'll just start with this. So we've heard the phrase, you can't pour from an empty cup. Or there's even, I found this one, which I thought was cute. An empty lantern provides no light. Self-care is the fuel that allows your light to shine brightly. So we hear this, and the reason why I wanted to have this topic today is because I, th I just feel like it's something that it's so important to both of us, and it's something, it's just a survival skill of parenting. Yes, I think everybody needs it, but I feel like parents need it a whole lot more. <laughs> those who don't have kids because like you said they kids we love them but they they really can eat up like every inch of our day and if you don't find ways to kind of put the focus back on yourself and to fill that cup you can easily burn out easily and I also think that it's an ongoing thing. Like it's something that we have to constantly work on. It's something that can always be changing because it just depends like what stage of life you're in. And uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to bring up some of the things that we do and, and just to shine a light on the importance so that people don't think it's a selfish act. Um, we did have an episode last year and I just I think every year we're gonna have to make sure we have this into the, our uh, conversations yeah no actually it's funny that you wanted to do this I didn't even think about it till right now but I was reading or I am reading <clears throat> one of Dave Ramsey's books mm -hmm. and he talks about filling your cup mm -hmm. and how you have to fill your cup to overflow mm -hmm. so you fill your cup and once your cup's filled, it overflows. And that's like the overflow is what goes to other people. Ooh. But it can't do that until you fill your own cup. See, and I never even thought that we should try to make it overflow. I just thought we need to have something in it <laughs> to give. Well, I, I think what he means is, you know, you have to you know, <clears throat> take care of yourself first mm -hmm. before you can help other people, which is very true. Some people, mm -hmm. they give, they try to give everything to others yeah. before they give to themselves or their family and you're going to burn out. Yeah. You're not the best person you can be. You're not the best anything you can be, husband, father, whatever, mother, unless you take care of yourself as well, mm -hmm. which we've talked about before. Yeah. And it's not being selfish. Mm -mm. Like if we don't, if I don't go for a, a run or workout, whatever, then I'm not the best dad I can be because I have to get that like internal energy out. Mm -hmm. And we've, and I've just figured that out in life and that's just the way it is <laughs> so yeah. so yeah filling your cup to the brim and then overflowing is is that that overflow is what you can give to everybody else i like that a lot i like that analogy of filling yeah, it all the way i thought up. it was good mm -hmm. and i i for anybody that's listening and maybe you're like still in the younger years I feel like it wasn't till more recently that we've really saw the importance of this. So again, I don't have guilt about it and it, it's not 
a selfish act. That I think that is the most important point that we can bring today because you, you aren't the best you. So how are you going to be the great parent that you keep envisioning yourself to be or the great spouse that you want to be or the great friend or sister or daughter, whatever, if, if that cup isn't full, like how, how can you, those of us that get that guilt or think that it's selfish, it's because we do want to give our best and it's just not possible if, if we can't take care of ourselves first. Well, that, and you just naturally believe that everything you have should be going to your kids, yeah. whether, whatever that mm-hmm. is, everything should be going to your kids. And I think everybody feels that way, mm-hmm. but you realize that what you're giving isn't a hundred percent or the best you can give because you didn't take care of yourself first. Mm-hmm. I think that's what, what, when you said, at least for us and at least for me, that's what I realized was the times that I was giving every moment of my day mm-hmm. to my kids that it wasn't always the best energy No. if I wasn't taking that 45 minutes for myself. Because mm-hmm. after I'm done with that 45 minutes of, for myself, that energy I'm giving to them is, is, is my 100% yeah. typically. Yeah. You know, so I think that's what you have to, the realization you have to really come to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this, this past week is a perfect example. This is why I say it's, it's an ongoing challenge to have to like do that self care and to fill your cup because this past week I had been way, I think I could say it's safe to say for both of us way off schedule for different reasons. And I could just see the tension that built up upon itself each day because I wasn't having enough time for myself or when I did have that time, I wasn't really focusing it on anything, um, guess peaceful instead maybe if I had that quiet time then it was like focusing on something else that I have to work on you know well to be fair (laughs) we're selling a house and you were taking all the phone calls and emails (laughs) while I was at work (laughs) and then you were planning our Michigan road trip that's taking place in a couple months so there was a lot Thank going you. on. I forgot about that. Yeah, I was like, so that's, uh, I'm not sure why, but this week I never really kind of an to abnormal me. week. <laughs> yes. You don't sell a house every week. And, no. You know, the, the trip we've been thinking about taking this summer is finally getting put into place. Yes. Yeah. But you're right. So, yeah, it was a sacrificial week. and But because of that, I could see myself inside unraveling, and it wasn't good. And what happens then I'm negative towards the kids or I'm more prone to snap at them easier. Like, Yeah, but okay, good example for the beauty of, beauty of homeschooling. What did you end up doing? What did I end up doing? Didn't you take spring break? Oh, yes, yes. That's okay. right. Yes, thank you. I'm like... <laughs> you this forgot. Is, this is the kind of week Didn't feel like spring break, huh? <laughs> yeah, well, this it, then it, like, it led into where, uh, should I take in two weeks off for spring break? <laughs> But yes, that is another beauty of homeschooling for those listening who homeschool is that when you feel like you're reaching your breaking point, take the darn break. Like, why not? And I said it to you the other day. I said, you know what? I have to sometimes step outside of the box and be like, okay, what is the big deal here if we have to take a day off, a week off, whatever? Because technically we could... We could be doing school all year round. So there is, there's no deadline in homeschooling. That's the beauty. And when I take those breaks, whether it is just a, a day break, sometimes it's just taking half a day because, okay, I, I realize we've all reached our point early on the day and it's just one of those days. But I realize when we do that break, then yeah, we all come back and we're like ready to hit it even better than before. And that, on top of that, Everybody's going to learn better, you know? Well, okay, so I just I just remembered this, too. Mm-hmm. So you took you took the spring break, mm-hmm. and then do you remember what happened? I don't know what night it was, but <clears throat> one of the nights what Mia came down with, Mm-mm. she built a, a, uh, oh, yes. a solar oven. Yes, a solar, a solar cooker. Yeah, a solar mm-hmm. oven out of a pizza box. It was a project that the local... 
library. library had set up and she did it all on her own. Yeah. So our spring break, you're not doing any schooling and that's what she decides to do on her. But that's what, ha- that's what we see happening with yeah. homeschooling. It's like they, the, even the days you tell them that there's no school happening, <laughs> they end up doing something like that. They still want to learn. They're like, well, that was cool. <laughs> yes. Came down building a solar oven. Yes. Sweet. <laughs> and what, you know, what prouder moment than that is that, mm-hmm. yes, we're, we're doing it. We're doing it. Like, they ha- are growing that love for learning. Yeah. That means that that's what we wanted. We want them to want to learn without feeling like it's like a, on the checklist to do. Sure. And if it didn't snow on April 1st, we would probably try to use it. But it <laughs> decided to go back to winter. That's right. 70 the day before. <laughs> We know those of you listening who live up north understand. Or the Great Lakes. The April Fool's joke this year. The old year. lake effect. <laughs> yes. So yeah. So why don't we talk about some of the things that we do that help us fill our cup? Because maybe it'll help inspire others. And I do want to keep in mind before we dive into some of these that we realize that this isn't going to work for everybody for numerous reasons. Like, because whether it's, um, your family situation, um, or maybe you're a single parent, maybe both of you still work and homeschool and, um, or maybe it's the stage of life that you're in and you're like in the trenches of a newborn or a younger child. And I'm not saying that you cannot have self-care it's just going to look different than what we've got going on right now. And we have to tweak that with our stages in life as well. Our routines have changed throughout the years based on what's going on in life, but you have to figure out what works. I I'm like a firm believer in that. So I think the biggest thing for us is to create a rhythm or routine for daily breaks you're not looking for self-care for just like once a week. I honestly don't think that's going to work. I, I don't. I think that the once a week things might be the bigger things, but there needs to be these a, a rhythm and a routine of like daily breaks. So for me, and then this, were, this is more for you on the weekends because you're already getting up pretty early. But for me, it's waking up early before the kids get up which is why we're recording right now this podcast because we can feel relaxed and, and us time and before they're awake except this morning except for it today <laughs> the day we decided to record yeah anyway <laughs> and and yeah it doesn't always work do you know I, i've had many mornings where my alarm is going off you know i used to wake up at 4:30 i'm now like a 5:30 person i i'm just going to throw that out there and again, it depends on your stage in life. That's because I, I go to bed later because I'll get to that point too. Um, so there have been mornings that the the toddler gets up and he completely unravels my morning. And and there was a period of time where it was happening for like two weeks straight. And I remember I, I like wanted to cry to you. I'm like, he's just eating up my time. That's my time. I need this time. And I just got to the point that, okay, if he was going to do that, Um, I just, I had to decide like what was more important at that moment. Was it proving a point that you're not going to get TV this early? Cause he wasn't asking for it, but I needed that time. So I put him in my room, really soft, 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 like learning show on. And then I had my, my time and the me time in the other room. It doesn't always work, but I was consistent and eventually he stopped waking up early again. Yeah, it was really, a sh- I mean, if you look back, it was mm-hmm. a pretty short period. It just felt like... It felt forever in the it moment. It did, yeah. And I felt like I was losing it, but I stuck to it because there's a lot of people that say, well, I don't want to wake up early, and that's fine, but if you can't find time any other time in your day, I'm going to recommend you wake up early mm-hmm. and just start doing it. Because I've heard that a lot. I'm like, you know, and then people will even joke and like make fun, like... Oh, there's those parents that just wake up early. I'm like, well, can you find time any other day? That's the, that's the reason why I do it. You know, there may not be time in any other part of your day. Well, we all get 24 hours in a day. Mm -hmm. There's only so much time. And we, the, the biggest block is taken up from 
you know, pretty standard times from morning till night for most mm-hmm. people. So the only time that you have to work with is either early in the morning or late at night. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for extra time, that's typically where you're, where you're going to be able to pull it from. Yeah. In the middle of the day, unless you have something where you bring the kids to mm-hmm. and drop them off for like, you know, a, a co-op or something or mm-hmm. sports, then that's it. That's where you're going to, that's where you're going to mine your time from is, is mornings or late, late evenings after the kids are down. So if you're not willing to do that, then there's really not a, any other option as far as finding time. Yeah. You can't create time. No. Now there have been some parents and this just didn't work for us that they have built the routine of everybody has quiet time, including the parent. Mm-hmm. And I think that that can work well for those that maybe have the stage of, if you have little ones, it's going to be during their nap time. And then the other age groups have really gone with it and have done really good with knowing not to interrupt mom or dad during that time. Um, or maybe you have older kids and you're not in the trenches of the younger stages and you tell those older kids, okay, from this time to this time, this is me time, you are not to interrupt. Mm-hmm. Which brings me to, I have my morning time by myself. I have like, that's when I read the devotionals. I will actually, I do work on some podcast stuff because I have found that that's a good time for me as well. I have more clear thoughts than at night. And then I have started to do quick jogs. And these jogs aren't necessarily to be in shape jogs. These jogs are to clear my mind. And many times when I'm already jogging at this point, they're starting to rise and wake up. And they'll look at me through the the glass door, (laughs) you know, handprints on the glass door. And I just keep jogging. And sometimes they join me. They go outside and they start playing. So, and I, and I know that not everybody may have a yard, but if, even if you have a little yard, you can lap it if you want to, mm-hmm. or maybe you get up early and you take the whole gang after you've had some, a little bit of quiet time. If you do need that, that like initial like burst of energy release, like I do in the mornings. And even though your kids are with you, it still helps. I think like you're get, getting that mental a mental break in my mind. So I've got the morning time and then you have to go to work. So you don't necessarily have the morning time, right? Is there anything you do in the mornings? No. So I was waking up early Mm -hmm. and I would read Mm -hmm. my, you know, I don't call it devotionals, but like my spiritual readings, spiritual readings before I went to work. Um, before the before COVID though, I was going to the gym. Yeah, I'd wake up super early, go to the gym. That way, it was done, mm-hmm. and I would have the rest of the day when I got home. I wouldn't I wouldn't take that forty five minutes when I got home. But when the gyms closed down, I stopped. I just started doing it at home. I would do it after work. Uh, it looks like I might try to start doing that again, mm-hmm. going back, just because I found that there's too many days where that gets that plan gets screwed up and that's one of the things that I make a point in my day to do. Mm -hmm. So if I don't get it, it's like a failure for me in the day. Mm -hmm. Uh, cause the rest of my, the rest of everything else I do in the day is not hundred percent. Yeah. Whether it's my time with the kids, whether it's working on this, whether it's, uh, working on whatever else we're doing, Mm -hmm. it's not a hundred percent. Yeah. So I think that's what I'm going to start doing. Probably waking up at, 445 again (laughs) and getting on the road to hit the gym before I go to work Uh, to me that starts my day off in a great fashion and then I'll do the spiritual reading at night which I kind of do anyway um, with some other reading Mm -hmm. so I always try to end my night with that as well yeah and that's what I was going to also say is that we try to I'll get to what we do in the middle part but yeah to jump to the, the end of the day that's an important part of our day too. And one of the things that we do is... Oh, real quick too. In the mornings, one of the things we don't do is ever put like a TV on. No. Uh, I think there's a lot of yeah. people that probably mm-hmm. do that. They switch the TV on, put the news on, which could 
couldn't there couldn't possibly be a worse thing to put on to start your day is the news. Yeah. So don't do that. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, if you want to have an aneurysm, uh, but so, like for me, it's silence. Yeah. It's just that just mm-hmm. to like clear your mind in, in this peaceful moment because the rest of the day is not peaceful, no. whether it's work or when you get home. And I don't say it's a bad thing. It's just the I don't think the human brain is meant to be bombarded. 24 hours a day with stuff right whether it's whether it's kids or and especially tech and television like Mm -hmm. that bombardment of information and noises just Mm -hmm. I don't think is natural so you do have to I think you have to find times in your day where you just listen to the silence yeah no you're right and that that's right because in the mornings I try to put as little light as possible and then I have my fire on and Mm -hmm. it is and yeah I don't even put like I put nothing on like no music nothing Although I could see meditation music might help. I know we do that in the evenings, but um, yeah, no, that's a great point because I, I think we do, our, our brains need that, mm-hmm. that kind of like unplug moment. And at night, what we do that has worked for us is that we set our bedtime for our children and whether or not they go to sleep at that time I think is irrelevant. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, it is. I I think too many people sometimes get stuck on like, well, maybe I, you know, I'm not going to put them to bed till later because what's the point? They're not going to go to sleep anyways. Yeah. Except that first of all, I think it's good to set that healthy routine of like a decent bedtime. Mm-hmm. And then we have, ex- we have, told our kids that like okay this is the bedtime but even if you don't fall asleep yet it's quiet time and you just stay in your room or you know they have now <laughs> created a new routine of what they call book club in the evenings and they all mingle in the school room because everything's upstairs their bedrooms and school room we are downstairs which is kind of like a beautiful thing for us right now <laughs> and they hang out together and they read books and yes sometimes they get loud but they know that like that is our time like if you're still awake just know that mom and papa are like done like we're done we we're done with the day and i think it's important to to set boundaries you know and for the kids to understand those boundaries and so that has been another part of our day that we have found to be good for our time So we come downstairs and, you know, then we have our own evening routine now. Like you said, that's when you get to sit down and do your readings. I will then take that time to work on things again that I need to be working on, but they don't stress me out. Mm -hmm. I just enjoy that I can now unplug from the children and I don't hear our name like 50,000 times, (laughs) you know? Yeah, and I guess I, the first question is if they do come down, is to like, where's the fire? Because if it's not a fire, there's no reason to be down here. Yeah, <laughs> and you have to be persistent. Do you know how many times they've tried to test oh, us? Sure, yeah. We'll go in cycles. Like they'll be great, and then like three weeks into like never coming downstairs, they'll try to like inch back in. It's like we... a planned attack. The first <laughs> one comes down, and the second one, and the third one, and the first one reappears with the second one somehow. You're like, what, what is happening right now? And our point is, be strong. <laughs> like, be committed, and keep a routine with it, because it will work, and they will get it. And, and yeah, plans will break, but you just got to stick to it, and it is totally worth it. You can't be like, well, there went that. Like, you know, they, they're coming down again. Well, yeah, they're going to do it. They're kids, you know, but stick to it, and I think it's totally worth it. So we've got that time, and mind you, again, you and I, we don't put the TV on right no. away. That thing comes on, like, usually at the very end, like, maybe right before we're about to go to sleep, and it's like, on Sometimes. low. Yeah, and not yeah. all the time. But we've even gotten to the point where, like, we, like, barely watch that anymore. No. and It's just I, too much. It is too much. Like, <laughs> even the noise of the television, I just don't enjoy it mm-hmm. anymore. And it doesn't relax me. Like, some people just love to just veg out on a TV. Mm-hmm. Some nights, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like I just want to put some something on and not think about anything. Most nights, it's me reading, you're working on something or doing something that is enjoyable to you that does not involve reading yeah no. right uh <laughs> and then otherwise usually when we shut that down a lot of times we just talk and started planning that 
trip together. With a glass of wine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And for us, that's that's enjoyable. It is. I love that. Relaxing. Yeah. I really do love that time, too. So you've got not only you time, but then you have uh, your time with your spouse. Mm -hmm. If you're married, it's another great time to have it. And then we have um, created another spot in our day that is for us time. And for those of you who have been listening to us, you know this time, and it's what we've called like our tea time. And that's when Nathan gets home from work. He does his, you know, all the kids like are so excited. They're jumping all over him, asking for his attention to tell them about their day. Once they have settled down, we then get our our cup of tea or espresso, whatever it is, whatever day of the week it is, we'll tell us what it's going to be. And we tell the kids it's tea time and they have now under, um, understood that this is time for mama and papa. And once again, we are not to be interrupted. And that's typically, it can be from like 30 to 45 minutes and it works pretty darn good. Like again, they, we have created this boundary of this is our time. When we're done, we will give you your attention. And it's not always easy at no. first to create that routine. It was hectic. You know, they didn't understand for like two weeks. Mind boggling. Wait, what? <laughs> you're not, you're not going to answer all my questions <laughs> for the next 30 minutes. <laughs> and I literally have to say, as soon as they walk up and we realize that what they're going to tell us is not an urgent situation, it's tea time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Papa, um, I just wanted to ask, you know, um, what's your favorite color? I'm like... <laughs> This is legit stuff, yeah. people. Leave. Leave now. <laughs> you can't make this up. <laughs> no. It's, uh, so I start, try to ask random questions to like test you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we created that time again because we realized, well, first of all, it was a great time for maybe the, the spouse that has left the house for the day and has to come into the mayhem because I realized even though I have been with the children all day, you have to find that transition of coming from the working world of adults and, and whatever it was with work that could have been very stressful, you know, and then enter into the mayhem of the home. I know it can be overwhelming. Even though you've missed the kids, it's like course, yeah. you need that like transitional period. Well, I think that's a really good point, actually, that you bring that up because I think that's a huge problem with a lot of people in marriage is that when whatever spouse is working comes home the spouse that stays home or vice versa Mm -hmm. the one spouse always thinks the other spouse had it harder yeah so like Mm -hmm. if it was you like if i the second i walked in you were you were so stressed out you're like oh they're they're yours now (laughs) they're yours to deal with now and then you just (laughs) stop doing anything Mm -hmm. and then hand it over to me assuming that my day was just peaches and cream because Mm -hmm. I wasn't at home right or vice versa like look I'm not dealing with this I just got home from work Mm -hmm. not realizing how much work you just put in with the kids all day Mm -hmm. I've seen that a lot yeah and it it can like tear tear marriages up because it's just this like this like tick for tat game where well you I did this and you did that you know you didn't do this today I think that's very like dangerous in a marriage it's always a partnership So when I get home from work, I realize the stress level and the the hard work that you put in in a day. Mm -hmm. But you you reciprocate and realize what I do all day, Mm -hmm. and that it's not that I'm coming from a vacation and then all of a sudden it's you know you're just you're just dipping out and tapping out (laughs) for the day, and it's it's my job to Mm -hmm. take care of everything. The second I get home, it's just, it's the same as it is every other day. It's a partnership and team yeah. and, a, and a team and teamwork. Mm-hmm. And I, I do. I think that's a. I see that a lot in other people's marriages. I do too. That sadly, that there there isn't that partnership. Right. And it's going to be a rough ride if you can't have a partnership. Honestly, if you're both there, you have to create some some sort of plan. <laughs> Honestly, I, I think it's like a plan of. How are you going to balance life together? Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah, if it, and it's not to say like, okay, 
you you can't like leave the house at some point. No, but you you just you do it in a in a loving way. Like okay, the other one gets home, and then maybe you've created the plan. Like okay, at this time it's now my time to maybe leave the house and go to the gym, or leave the house and go to the library, mm-hmm. if you need to get that disconnect. But you need to communicate that too. Sure. And Which I, we've I've said if you ever wanted yes. to go anywhere, go for it. You sometimes you'll take jogs mm-hmm. and. And even you, even though you were out of the house at work, again, it's still a mental drain going to work. So you too need that time. And, and that's the same. Like, so just because you've been gone all day to work, I'm not bitter if you have to go somewhere in the evenings or have to go somewhere right after work because you want to do something for you. Right. That's why we started when we work out in the evenings, mm-hmm. uh, it's usually out, outdoors, mm-hmm. and that way the kids can go play around us, and we're still yeah. getting a workout, but we're hanging out with them. Yeah, I forgot about that part, so mm-hmm. yeah. So we do the tea time, and and then yeah, our routine right now has been to, to go outside, and they, they get their outdoor play, and everybody's doing something all at the same time. So mm-hmm. even if you start going to the gym again, I'll probably continue that afternoon workout time. Unless you inspire me to get up early, really early again at like 4.30. Who knows? <laughs> well, as you know, when we did that, we didn't have to worry about getting it in in the middle of the day. Yeah. So you still had that, that time yeah. in the middle of the day for everything else. Yeah. And I think that worked well for winter mm-hmm. because it was getting dark so early that you didn't feel guilty if you were eating into some of that afternoon time because it was like the sun was going down already at that right. point. Um, so yeah, it might be a good spring summer routine again to get up early and have that awesome weather the rest of the day to go enjoy but I think tea time is also important for us and it doesn't have to be tea time whatever it is plug it in but I think it's important to have spouse time if you're married I honestly feel that when we talk about self-care it's not just about me like if I'm gonna think about what fills my cup and I'm married that's going to include my marriage because if my marriage is struggling, it's going to affect me, you know? I'm sure, yeah. So why not work on it and add that into the whole self-care routine? Because whenever things are good with us, it, it really, it overflows. It overflows well, into everything what else. that <laughs> you know? example was, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But I don't know if people ever put that... That that needs to be part of it. If you're married, that honestly needs to be part of that self-care. It really does. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, we already kind of said that, but if the marriage isn't good and you're and you're having like tension, that's going to come out with the kids. It's mm-hmm. going to come out in every other part of your life. If you're not feeling like you're satisfied with your personal life, but when I say personal life, I mean, you know, without kids or even spouse Mm -hmm. because everybody needs to have their own thing Mm -hmm. yes regardless whether that's you know your reading Mm -hmm. uh time or your if uh, it's a hobby you're into yeah exactly you have to get that in Mm -hmm. because you can't lose yourself with life Mm -hmm. no matter how many kids you have how long you've been married you cannot lose yourself you have to still be that individual Mm -hmm. and we try to find that time because again if if you're not no matter what anybody says there's going to be this pit deep down inside you that's either upset that you that you've lost that mm-hmm. or resentful mm-hmm. that you lost that piece of yourself regardless of what you tell your spouse mm-hmm. or yourself but you, you know it's down there yeah it's like man i used to i used to love to go you know trail running that was my thing <clears throat> And ever since I had kids or got married, I don't get to do that anymore. And that was like my one thing that I loved to do. I was like, you know, passionate about mm-hmm. it, whatever it is, fishing, mm-hmm. hiking. And you shouldn't let that go. No. And if I, I've always said this, you know, t- it's very hard to find time. But if you, t- if you say that there's no time, then you're just lying to yourself. There's time. Because I guarantee you, there's a part of your day that you waste time. Mm-hmm. We all do. <laughs> so whether it's watching TV, you can't tell me there's no time if you watch TV mm-hmm. at any point in the day. Because if you can watch TV, then you can go for a trail, you can go running. Mm-hmm. Or you can go work, uh, you know, if it's woodworking, whatever it is, you know, you can find time. If you wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning, 
then you're lying to yourself because there's plenty of time. You just don't want to wake up early. That's just a choice. Mm -hmm. So you have to be honest with yourself. Am I wasting time or is there time some, somewhere that I could utilize to, you know, work on me, yeah. my hobbies. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think you have, you have to, and it, again, you're the, you're such a, you're a much better parent mm-hmm. when you do that. Your kids can see that too, that you're like, you're just filled with energy and life when, and I see that in myself and you, mm-hmm. that when we are working on something that really inspires us Mm -hmm. that man we're such better parents we are yeah we we really are i mean we the time that we're giving to them is just so much more valuable Mm -hmm. and it's not like we're just going through the movements of being a parent Mm -hmm. it's like we're filled with life because we've again we filled our cup yeah and now everything else that's there is for them yeah you know and I think it's important to set that example for them. Right. And that, and I think I went roundabout way there, but that starts with marriage. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because I can work on myself, but if I don't work on mar- our marriage and our relationship, or we don't, then that's going to come out with the kids for yeah. sure. A marriage is, is like, you're, you're, kinda, you're a joint person in many yeah, ways. absolutely. Um, you have to feed that part too. And that time that we take after work, you didn't say this, but... I mean, let's be honest. How much time do uh, do a married couple get to have an adult conversation during the day when you have kids? Not much. This was your idea, which was a genius idea because we found that we were not having any time to just no. to just say, "Hey, sweetie, how was your day? What's going on with life?" Which is you not know? okay. No, it's no. not. It's when not it's, healthy. No, when the kids are all consuming, it's like what as we've been saying, it's not healthy. So that time during the middle of the day is. What's going on with you? Because mm-hmm. we realized that at night is not the best time to do that for us. No. Sometimes, like we said, we'll talk after we I read or mm-hmm. you do your thing. Um, we'll have an adult conversation. Yes. But even then, it's not as as good because right. your energy <laughs> is tired. just shot. You're just <laughs> tired. So you're just like, yeah, whew. you know what? <laughs> I really don't feel like talking to you right now. Like, can we just sit and hang out? And I don't and mean we've, we've been okay with that. Together. And I don't mean put on the TV. <laughs> no, but just the silence. Just being yeah, just the silence <laughs> and hanging out with each other. But an actual conversation works best in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. And when we realized that, we said, okay, this th- we have to create something or a piece of time that we can have that conversation because it's not okay that you don't know that there's something in my day that's stressing me out mm-hmm. because if I have you know. Little attitude problem, little tude later, <laughs> and you don't know what's going on in my day. Then it's different than when you know and you can, you you can understand why I'm stressed out and vice yes. versa. Yes. Like when you say it was a rough day with the kids and we had that conversation at at night when you're just done, mm-hmm. I understand why. Mm-hmm. It's not like, what's your problem? You right. know, wh- why are you so? You don't take it personal. Grumpy. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, that that time in the day was has helped a lot. It has. Yeah, I, I highly recommend it. I think it's such an important thing. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again, that one of the wisest things my mom told me that had been passed down from her mother was the marriage comes first, then the children. And I didn't used to understand that when we had our firstborn. No, because you're just so... <laughs> So head She's over heels in love, yes. which we still are, obviously. <laughs> of but. course, but now we understand it's a whole other level. And again, it's that it's that overflowing cup. If your marriage isn't working, what you what trickles down to your kids is not going to be good, and your kids will see that that marriage isn't working, and they're going to see the tension, and it's not going to be good for them. So no. you need to work on that marriage first so that over abundance of love flows to your children and they see that love that you have for each other. Well, I don't think there's, it can be anything more mentally draining than probably money issues and mm-hmm. marital issues. Yeah, you're right. There's nothing more mentally draining than that for people. So mm-hmm. if that's draining your energy, that comes out everywhere else. Yep. It's so very obvious. You got to focus on that first, pretty much. 
and then start working on the other things after that. Mm -hmm. But I promise you, if you work on that, I know for me, I'm just so thankful all the time that marriage for us has been a blessing because it does help me get through my days. Like it really does. And to have that open communication with each other and for me to know that I can like talk to you if it's been a bad day and know that you're going to understand and that you can carry the load for one day and then I'm going to carry your load on another day. Which we do all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Talked about setting those boundaries and setting the example for the children, but... Well, what are your specific... Do you have a list of a couple of things, specifics that you do? What we've said is kind of general. Yeah, so, I mean, specifically, if I go through my day real quick, like I said, I'll get up early, I'll sit here in this room with the fire on, pretty dim lighting, mm-hmm. do my devotionals, um, and then after I've done like that reflection time, sometimes I'll work on something that's not going to stress me out, but mm-hmm. I, I'm enjoying it because I can do it in a quiet setting, and then I go do my jog. And it's, I'm telling you, it's like 20 minutes. It's, it's literally to, to clear my head and to get that blood flowing and to just feel good for the day. And then we'll go into our school day. And a, a thing that has worked, if I'm talking about like our school days, another outlet for me is something that we can do as, as a family with the, um, and you're still at work. So I mean like me and the kids is to get outdoors. Like when things are going rough, we're going to go outdoors. And that's not just rewarding for the children, but it's rewarding for me. And it works like a charm every time we go outside. And and there are days where I don't want to just be on our property. I want to like go somewhere. So we like pick up, grab our snacks and go to the park and it, it helps. So that has been a great reset. And for me, it's kind of like self, being in nature for both of us is another great thing for self-care. And so even if I can't be separated from the children, we can do it together and they're off exploring and I'm getting to like kind of clear my head as we're hiking, you know? Right. So that's worked for me during the school days. And then we have our tea time and then I, I exercise in the afternoons. Lately it's been both of us exercising at the same time while the kids go out and play. Um, and then there have been many nights that it's many nights, most nights now, where as long as you're not getting home late, that you've taken over dinner. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that helps for me. Like, I know that you enjoy cooking, right? <laughs> I, I feel like I haven't, have I put a burden on you? No, I, you know, I love, I love to cook. <laughs> so, Plus I'm pretty awesome at it. Yeah. You're the better chef in this, in this family. I'm just going to throw it out there. Like you are the better chef. And again, how do we balance it? I will do dishes all day long afterwards if it's that you took over the cooking. That is is the planet. (laughs) We share the load, you know? (laughs) So you cook, you're done in the kitchen. I'm going to clean up everything afterwards and and it works for us. And that to me sometimes is a great mental break because I don't enjoy cooking like in the least. (laughs) See, for me, cooking is a mental break. Like it's it's like soothing Mm -hmm. to me to go in there and and prep food and cook food and put the music on and... And a lot of times I'll just be sitting at the table next to you while you cook. Right. And that's like another like self-care moment for me that the kids are still playing outside because they know that you guys need to be outside at this time of day. Mm -hmm. And I will work on stuff and we'll converse while I'm working and you're cooking. And it's another great time for us, I feel like. It is, yeah. And then the evenings. But yeah, is there anything else that... Well, I mean, for me, it's reading. Yeah. I have to read. Mm -hmm. Like I love to read. So I get that time in. I try to exercise has always been since I was a kid has been my outlet. If I don't get some, some form of exercise in during the day, I feel terrible. Yeah, you do. I can't. I More than me. I don't sleep well. <laughs> just, it, it doesn't, the, the day, the day hasn't worked out for me if I haven't gotten that in because that's just how I get rid of that internal energy mm-hmm. and I feel better. And I do believe that exercise is a, definitely a form of meditation Yeah. and a great outlet for people. Yes. So if you've never, if not, if not a person that exercises, you should try it yes. <laughs> because you don't know what it feels like until you've done it. How amazing. amazing it feels when you do that every day mm-hmm. 
or even five days a week. It doesn't have to be every day. And it doesn't, people think you have to block out hours of time for this. It's Mm -mm. do 30 minutes. Yeah. You'll feel amazing. Mm -hmm. And the rest of your day is a hundred times better after that. Yeah. Uh, Another thing for me is I have a internal energy that can only be satisfied through some sort of, I'll say it, an adventure. Yeah. And I don't mean skydiving or anything, you know, like anything, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. But if we don't have things planned mm-hmm. to go do outside of a normal day, then I start getting very antsy. Yeah, you do. So what I mean by that is, you know, even though a day trip to a new park that we haven't been to, to go hiking, mm-hmm. um, camping, we're getting, preparing to go camping uh, we're doing two weeks. two weeks doing a Michigan trip this mm-hmm. summer. Uh, we're planning on uh, trying to do a Puerto Rico trip this yeah. summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, possibly a East Coast trip. Yep. To see some family. Mm-hmm. Um, and these things, these things make me feel better knowing that they're coming up. Because, hey, look, you, all of a sudden, when you when you when you're a parent and you you do the day to day, just weeks and months and years just melt away we all know this Mm -hmm. all of a sudden our you know daughter had 10th birthday the other day and i was like how did that happen and if you don't do these things and plan them they'll never happen and then all of a sudden you're going to wake up and realize that you never did these things that seem so simple now you're like why didn't we do this it's because the day-to-day gets so busy Mm -hmm. But you have to take the time to plan them. And for me, when I know that we're like planning these things and that they're set up and it's like, heck yeah, I cannot wait for this. And not that the day-to-day is bad. I love my day-to-day. Mm-hmm. But I love, to, I, like, I love to have that stuff sprinkled in there. Yes. Right. And for me, that's very uh, soothing, I guess. Yeah. Because I know that that internal fire is going to get satisfied at this point okay in june that's gonna happen i can't wait for it Mm -hmm. and it's great and i come home and then you love being home because you've been away from home yeah and then a couple weeks later i'm ready to go again Mm -hmm. on something a little bit bigger yeah and so for me that's very important as you know that's why we had the camper that's we ended up getting rid of the camper because a tree fell on it (laughs) listened to us but uh so now we we got a we have a van that we're going to be traveling around we just put some roof racks on it last night with a basket to throw all the gear up top and uh, actually this morning we're going to head out to um, a place called Hinkley Reservation. Yeah. And we're going to hit up Hinkley Donut Shop. So it's a tiny little yes. place that makes like homemade donuts and coffee. <laughs> Can't wait. Go over by the, the reservoir, right? Where yeah. Where it goes gonna... over like a waterfall. And yes. Like, there's a little um, creek there that the kids, if it's not too cold, I'm sure they'll still Gotta try go to... crawfish hunting yeah. and hang out. So yeah, we're going to get some donuts and coffee and go hang out there this morning and Every weekend, you're right. Every weekend, Every weekend. we go somewhere. We, absolutely. Every I, weekend. I can't be in the house. No. All weekend. <laughs> if we have an awesome Saturday, like we're out and about and we come home. And so we also do family movie nights on Saturdays, <laughs> right. right? So we don't do a ton of TV. Like at night, it's usually going to be like 30, 40 minutes. That's mm-hmm. it. Um, and then some nights we, have, we unplug none. completely. We've been playing um, the game of world domination for the last three weeks. Three weeks. The, the never-ending game of Risk. If you guys have ever played that, I don't know how you end the game. Personally, I have no idea how you end this game. I wanted to end. It's, it's been sitting on our over. downstairs table for like three weeks now. It just won't stop. And my son's our son's obsessed with he it. Loves it. Uh, so anyway, that those other nights we do that. Yes. And. So Saturday night. Sorry, baby. Saturday night. Yeah, so we spend we try to spend all day outdoors. We go to a park mm-hmm. and hike, and when we come home, uh, oh, it's, oh, and then we try to go to the library. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we pick out a movie. Yeah. And so sa- and then Saturday night is like a special meal. Yeah. So typically these are meals that we wouldn't normally eat right. during the week. Yes. And not they're not terrible. It's just something that we wouldn't normally eat no. I guess so a lot of times it's sub night yeah Saturday sub night so they've really gotten into me making homemade meatball subs oh, so, good. so we have homemade meatball <laughs> subs and we all watch a movie together and hang out but but it's okay for me because I can't sit and watch a movie. I can almost never make it through a whole movie no, you can't. but if I've been out all day long mm-hmm. that energy's gone yeah and I am just fine with hanging out mm-hmm. with everybody and eating a fun meal <laughs> and watching a good movie yes and so yeah, we try to plug 
that in every single weekend yeah. because I I need it. Yes, we need. And the many kids do too. You see the kids; they get like crazy. Yeah. Like you, their eyes like glass. <laughs> if they haven't been out, they're like their eyes glass over. They're like wild animals. You're like worst oh. behavior ever. Yeah, like, okay, time to go outside. <laughs> yes, it really is healing for everybody. Honestly. Right. So yeah, that's those are my those are really my things, and uh, well, that's a great point. Yeah, and and then there's hobbies sprinkled in there too. Yes. That I'm adamant about. And then there's the podcast, which is our, like, artistic, I guess you could call it, outlet. Mm -hmm. Like, it's something that we work on that we really enjoy. But there's nights that we're up late doing this stuff. Yes. (laughs) But we're okay with it. Yeah. Because if somebody, we've, you know, we've had this many times, but, like, somebody writes us and wants us to read their book, Mm -hmm. then... We have they send it to us and then we'll sit up and read it. But then I'm, I'm, we're taking notes and then we're and then if we decide to have them on, we're writing notes for the podcast. Mm-hmm. The only time that we can do that is at night. Yep. So when everybody else and a lot of people are sitting there zoned out on a television, we're not. We're we're sitting there doing research and writing notes. But we really enjoy it. We've you want to talk about an education? Mm-hmm. This has been more of an education by far than any schooling that I've ever done. I've learned more about education, the education system, homeschooling, whatever, parenting, whatever you want to call it, by all the research that we do for this podcast and the people that we've met. Mm -hmm. This is the greatest education I've ever gotten by far. So to us, this is very uh, rewarding. It is. Mm -hmm. And so for us to spend time doing it at night is okay. And you just need to find your thing, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. If it's, you know, I I suggest shutting the TV off and finding that thing Mm -hmm. and see how much better you feel. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's blogging, even if you're talking to the walls, but... Or just writing in your own journal. I do that. That's the other thing I do. I forgot to say that. Every night, I try. (laughs) Most nights, I I journal. Mm -hmm. And that's either some... I either write about my day or I've been doing three things I'm thankful for. Mm-hmm. And that has really helped because even on a day where it doesn't seem like anything happened and you're maybe you're even you know upset about the day. Yeah. If you can write three things you're thankful for, you realize that man, this every day is special. Every there's there's nuggets in every single day whether it's um you're re- sitting down and reading with your kid or you're you know the, your little one wanted to throw the baseball with me. Whatever it is, I write those things down. I'm like, man, what a great day that was. Because mm-hmm. there's people out there who would give anything for one more day. Mm-hmm. So you better appreciate that day. What's your morning tune, Nathan? You going to share it? What's that? What's your morning tune? Oh, it's a great day to be alive. <laughs> That's right, Travis Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Got to sing that in the shower every day to remind myself how awesome every day is. Uh-huh. Yes. So anyway, find those little things, find those hobbies, and, and find the time and your couple overflow that's right I think it's a great way to end it absolutely I can't wait for Hinkley Reservation swing those swing those van doors wide open enjoy that morning sounds great awesome well everybody hope you have a wonderful wonderful week yeah enjoy it and uh, we will talk to you guys next week alright see ya bye